Hey guys, I'm Dewan with the Places We Travel podcast. Happy Travel Tuesday and Happy New Year. It's now 2019 and this is our first podcast for the new year. We were out over the holidays enjoying time with the family and I hope all of your holidays was fabulous. And now for this week, we are going to do a little recap on 2018 travels and discuss New Year's resolutions for travel habits. We're chatting about what we have on our schedule so far for 2019 and some ideas and tips for making those resolutions for travel as far as not just planning a trip, but actually what is a goal that you might have that you want to accomplish or maybe something that's holding you back from accomplishing those goals and this is the year you want to do that. Today we have a few special guests on with us and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name's Topanga. I'm 21 years old. And she's the oldest sibling. Hi, my name's Gabby and I'm 16. Hey, I'm Noah and I'm 12. And these are my children. And for this week's episode, I'm going to ask them about our travels in 2018. So we are going to share kind of a little recap on what our favorite memory was from any of our trips that we took. First off, I already know I've asked them this question to give them a little heads up on what we're going to talk about today. And all of them want to say the same thing. And (laughs) that's fine. I'm glad that we all have this one specific memory that we loved the most, but I'm going to make them elaborate a little bit more and pick at least a second choice so we can talk about more than one experience. In March of 2018, we went to Disney World for five days and it was our first time to experience Pandora, so the world of Avatar, and we all absolutely loved it. But Topanga, tell us what was your favorite part? Mine was when we were there at night. It really made you feel like you were actually in Pandora. Everything glowed, including the ground. Everything was such detail. Yes, it's so beautiful. Everything is kind of splattered with, I would say, this neon paint. And sometimes you don't actually see it glowing during the day. But at night, when you walk over there, all the lamps are those black lights. And some of the plants even have lights inside them and make them glow. So it is really a unique experience at night. I highly recommend if you visit Pandora to go both during the day. And so you can see everything when it's nice and bright. And you can get all your great photos. But then visit it at night because it's such a different experience. Now Gabby, what was your favorite part of Pandora? Mine was the rides because like the Avatar ride, Flight of Passage, it was really cool because it felt like you were actually riding on one of the animals. Yes, on a banshee. That was really neat. And we actually visited Pandora three different times just so we could ride that ride. And Noah, I know that Flight of Passage was hands down your favorite part of our Disney trip. But tell us at least one other thing that you like. Animal Kingdom was fun too. Just visiting Animal Kingdom in general, seeing all the animals. Yeah, that was a really neat experience. And one thing that we were actually able to convince Noah, and it took a lot of bribing. I mean, he is doing the pin trading. So I'd probably say that was your favorite part of Disney. Pin trading. Pin trading, yeah. He pin traded nonstop all five days. I mean, every time he saw someone with pins, he'd walk up to them, even, even other guests at the parks, just to check out their pins and see if he could trade. And we bribed him by buying pins and convinced him to go on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train ride because Noah is a little apprehensive of riding roller coasters and he was very nervous. So he got, I want to say, his oldest sister, Topanga. She bought him a pin. Um, her boyfriend, Ryan, went with us and he bought him a pin and we bought him a pin. Everybody 
just, it took a lot of coaxing. <laughs> so we are definitely not being, um, above bribing our children to try out a ride. And I think he liked it, right? It was a little scary. It was a little scary. But he did really well, and he loved it all the way until I think the very end. There was one little yeah. draw. But that was something fun. And that's another thing that we want to talk about on this episode is New Year's resolutions for 2019 as far as travel habits. So maybe facing some of those fears and overcoming different obstacles that prevent you from maybe taking that trip that you've wanted to take or doing that travel activity that you've been held back. I have so many favorite travel memories during 2018. Of course, I love traveling with my family. I love seeing my children's faces when they experience something new, and I just love the quality time that we get on vacations. I also had the pleasure of surprising my niece with her first trip to Disneyland. She moved to LA with her father a couple of years ago, And when I was there on a work trip, I flew in a day early to surprise her and visit her and go to Disneyland with her. And it was so amazing. I mean, just seeing her face light up and seeing how excited she was. And I bought her Mickey ears. So me and her wore matching Mickey ears all over the parks and went to shows and watched the fireworks. And it was truly a magical day. I'm just hands down. It was such a fun experience for me to be able to be there with her. However, beyond the fabulous memories made at Disney with my kids and with my niece, I have to say the one travel memory that I have from 2018 that stands out the most is something that I'm the most proud of, and that was my trip to Gallup, New Mexico. My husband and I attended a conference for other travel writers, and during this conference, we had the wonderful opportunity to go in a hot air balloon ride. Of course, as soon as my husband found out we were going to be able to do this, he jumped at the opportunity and was so excited and like knew without a doubt he was going to go up in that hot air balloon ride. Myself, on the other hand, was not so sure. Matter of fact, I wasn't so sure I was going to do it all the way up to the point that I got in the basket. <laughs> I... the first day of the conference, I was talking amongst some of my other friends that we were all sitting together and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think I can do it. I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. Oh my gosh. And it's funny because I actually have a life list that I published on my blog and I have all of these things that I want to do. And I know some people call it a bucket list, but that just seems so morbid to me. So I call it a life list. And one of those things is ride in a hot air balloon. And I've had that on my list for years, I mean so many years, I've always wanted to do that. But for some reason, once I hit my 30s, I developed this unexplainable fear of heights. And it's just something different. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I know that it's irrational, but that's what's happened. And so then anytime I thought about taking a hot air balloon ride, it was just one of those things that seemed like, okay, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, right. Like it was just I don't know. I mean, to me, it was almost probably like what most people look at skydiving, which there's no way I would ever skydive. (laughs) Let's just put that out there right now. We live in Texas, and where we live, you can take a hot air balloon ride, but there's not gorgeous mountains, and there definitely isn't a beautiful scenery like the Red Rocks in Gallup, New Mexico. And also, whenever you go on hot air balloon rides here in Texas, it's only at certain times of the year because it has to be cold enough that the balloon will rise with the heat. So you have to do it like so early before the sun even rises in the morning. 
and you it's so dependent on weather. I actually had booked a trip to go in a hot air balloon ride a few years back with one of my close friends and the weather was so bad that day it was so windy that they had to cancel it and it just never got rescheduled and it just ended up never working out. So when this opportunity came around I wanted to want to do it <laughs> but like I didn't want to do it. And that is one of those things that I was talking about, like those fears. We all have some sort of travel fear, right? Like some people are have a fear of flying. I personally do not love flying, but I love to travel. So it's one of those, you know, you pick your battles and unfortunately in order to travel far and wide, you usually have to take an airplane ride at some point. Like when I went to Europe, it's not like I could hop in a car and drive there. So I sucked it up. And I do fly for work, and I, but I just don't love it. Like, it still makes me nervous. Um, I'm a little apprehensive of flying, although I've flown so many times I can't even count. I've been flying since I was a baby, literally, to visit family in another state. When it came to riding in the hot air balloon ride, my husband was not going to take no for an answer. Anytime I would say, I, I can't do this, I'm not going to do it, there's no way, um, he, he was like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. This is on your life list. It's going to be an amazing experience. We are in another state. It's beautiful scenery. This is what you're, you're going to do it. <laughs> There's just, he was not going to accept no for an answer. And that is what you need. If you have a fear that's holding you back from taking maybe a, a big trip or going somewhere, maybe you just really don't like crowds, and but yet you want to go to this place and you know it's going to be just filled with tourists, you need to surround yourself with the right people to back you up and be supportive. That has helped me face my fear and get in that basket and take that hot air balloon ride. I will tell you, I took so many videos. I was videoing. We got to be a part of the ground crew, so I videoed us putting the hot air balloon up and like attaching it to the basket and unpacking it. And it was just so neat to see how much goes into the whole process. And so I was so busy just focusing on capturing these moments and I was trying to not think about the fact that I was going to be going up thousands of feet in the air <laughs> in a basket from a balloon. I, I know that sounds kind of crazy when I talk about it. So it's just trying to keep my head clear and when it came time that I got in the basket, I was shaking. It's actually funny and we've watched it and we've laughed about it because I forgot that I was recording. I just was holding my phone up and had the recorder going, but I'm talking to the pilot and I'm talking to my husband and I'm talking to my friends that are on the on the other side of the basket that are on the ground that are taking some videos of us taking off. And I say, oh my God, I'm shaking. And I captured that on video, so it's priceless. And if you wanna see these photos and videos, actually, we'll have it all live on the travel site theplaceswetravel.com so you can go over and read more about that experience from through my husband's eyes and then I share my own personal experience as being someone who has a fear of heights and should you take that hot air balloon ride and I will tell you after that ride even though our ride was a little adventurous earlier like I had explained when I had booked a trip up in a hot air balloon ride here in Texas the wind ended up being too strong and our flight got canceled. When we went up in Gallup, New Mexico, unfortunately there wasn't any wind. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, it can be just as bad if it's too strong as if it's not strong enough and you just kind of get up in the air and you don't go anywhere. And we had that happen during a hot air balloon ride. And my poor pilot, he was so kind and he just kept saying, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Like, I don't want this experience to be awful. I definitely don't want, he knew we were travel riders and he was like, I don't want you to be riding 
about how horrible the experience was. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, this is beautiful views. You guys are uh, being overly you know, generous and very nice and accommodating and explaining how things work. And like they were walking us through the process. Like they made me feel very, very comfortable. It just, my fear of heights is irrational. Like I know that's me. It's not them. So the experience itself was great. We get up in this hot air balloon and it goes a little ways and we go over some of the red rocks, which is really cool. And he does a little touchdown. He asked us first, like, would you like me to touch down on the rocks? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And my husband's like, really? Like, you're so scared and you actually want to do that. This blows my mind. And I'm like, heck yes. Because to me, all I could think is, well, if I had to get out of this basket and I'm on the top of a red rock, well, maybe I could hike down. <laughs> Although that's actually not true. But I just was thinking, at least that's ground, right? Like you're sitting on something, even if it is a big rock in the sky. It's better than floating. <laughs> I know, again, irrational. We get over this one red rock and he's going to land and we float a little bit past where the landing is because there was about four other balloons in the sky with us at the same time. And so we're all kind of spread out and and we're taking short trips because there's so many people at this conference. We're only supposed to take like, you know, 10, 15 minute trips each. Well, we get up there and then the balloon isn't, he's not catching any wind, like to get the balloon to go a little further to actually land. And to me, I'm like, well, that's okay. Just like land here. Who cares? But you can't just land anywhere because the balloon's heavy. The basket and everything's heavy. And you have to make sure that you can get it close enough to the trailer. So when it's time to load it back up, you can load it up. He's like on his little walkie-talkie communicating with the ground crew that is following the hot air balloon. And of course, he's not thinking. He <laughs> he gets on his walkie-talkie and he tells them, we're not going to make it. You know, my irrational mind is going, what? We're not going to make what? What is like, What do you mean? Don't say that. And he just meant we're not going to make this landing. So keep driving to them. And they knew. And it wasn't like, again, we were in no danger. We're floating in the air. Like no big deal. But he did explain to me. He said, well, we're just going to have to keep going a little bit longer. So we ended up, our 15-minute flight ended up lasting much, much longer. I want to say at least double the amount of time. <laughs> because we were just kind of stuck in the air floating um, with not really gaining any traction. And it took a bit. And when we finally landed, we had to uh, use the last bit of gas that he had to keep the balloon up a little bit with the other men on the ground kind of walking and guiding the basket. Like that, he would keep the balloon floating some and then they would just use their hands and pull the basket to get it back to the trailer. So it was a neat, I mean, it was an experience. It was an adventure. We're gonna call that, it was an adventure. It was not scary. It was completely safe. And I was so proud of myself. And then we got to be part of the ground crew to roll the balloon back up, put it all back into the trailer. And afterwards, someone asked me, well, so would you do it again? And I'm like, probably not. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, ask me when I'm faced with that opportunity and I'll tell you. But I will say I'm proud of myself. I have no regrets. I don't regret doing it. I'm so, like, excited I was able to have that experience in a place that was different than home, wasn't in Texas, beautiful views. I don't know when I'll make it back to Gallup, New Mexico. We we try to travel to new cities and new places as often as we can. That memory is something that I'll always have, that unique experience. I will always remember it, and I'm very proud of myself for facing my fears and doing it. Did I overcome my fears? No, I'm still scared of heights. 
But if it wasn't for my amazing friends really pushing me to do it and face my fears and my amazing husband pulling me onto that basket and like, you are going to do this, I probably would have chickened out. I'm just going to be honest. If I was just there at this conference by myself, I would not have signed up and I would not have went and I would have regretted it. My tips to you for 2019 facing your travel fears is if you're going to do something like ride in a hot air balloon, do your research. Research the company that you're going to take your flight with. Research the pilots. See how many years they've been doing this. Read reviews on them. See what other other people that have went up in their balloons have said about them. Are they really accommodating? Are they going to be gracious? Are they going to answer your questions and make you feel comfortable? Surround yourself with positive people that will help push you to face those fears and be supportive of you. That really helped me. And then my third tip would be find something that you can focus on while you're on that flight. For me, it helped me to focus on taking videos and looking out instead of just looking down by focusing on something out at the horizon and focusing on taking those videos and capturing those moments. I was able to keep my hands and mind busy and therefore I didn't think so much about my fear. Do you have a fear that's been holding you back from one of your travel goals? And what is your goals for 2019? What resolutions have you set for your travel habits this year? Share with us on social media. Use hashtag places we travel and come over and engage with us on the Facebook page or on Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. We have a few trips planned for 2019 and I cannot wait to share all the details. Our next big trip is this coming March for spring break. We are going to be taking a Disney cruise from Port Canaveral in Florida to the Bahamas where we're going to visit their private island in Castaway Key. And we have a whole series coming up on when's the best time of year to book your Disney cruise, which cruise ship we love the most out of the few that we have been able to experience. And what is our favorite activities aboard a Disney cruise? As well as something new we're doing on this cruise is the fish extender program where we trade little gifts with other families in various cabins throughout the ship. Thank you for joining us on Travel Tuesday. And remember to visit us again next week. Don't forget, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please write us a review. And if you're listening to this on the blog, head over to iTunes and check us out.